You're listening to the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network. This is Jimmy Miller, an associate editor with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Okay, so for many of you, traveling around the country hasn't been in the cards this year due to COVID-19. But for Rodney Smith, the founder of Raising Men Lawn Care Service, traveling has continued to be a way of life. His mission is to help as many communities as possible through his various programs, including the 50-yard challenge which encourages children across the country to mow 50 lawns for people in need, like veterans or the elderly. The idea popped off. He's got just under 97,500 followers on Twitter, more than 1,300 kids have participated in the 50-yard challenge, and he was our cover story feature in August 2018. But Rodney's journey isn't for the faint of heart. When we called, he was actively traveling from South Carolina to Pennsylvania in an 11-hour drive. You can even hear the GPS in the background. So I wanted to know more about his lifestyle. What's it like to always be on the go? And plus, Rodney appeared in the news again this fall when he posted on social media that his application for a green card was denied in October. He was born in Bermuda, but has gladly called the United States, which he sees more than any of us, his home for the last 15 years. I talked to him about this and more during a recent ride with Rodney. First of all, Rodney, I, I know you're a really busy guy, so just tell me a little bit about what you did just today. I'm in South, South Carolina right now, um, delivering, taking families on grocery sprees, $500 grocery shopping sprees. Has COVID impacted your traveling at all, or have you been able to continue doing that? Yeah, I've, I've been able to continue doing what I'm doing with the moving and stuff. Uh, it hasn't really affected me that much, so... You know, we wrote a, a cover story about you in, gosh, I think it was late 2018. Um, what's changed since then? I mean, obviously, you told me just a second ago you were delivering some groceries. I know that's new. Yeah, so, you know, the organization has been growing. Um, we have more kids involved. I think back in 2018 or so, we might have had like three to 400 kids. Um, right now, we have about 1,400 kids nationwide taking part in our 50-yard challenge. We have kids in eight other different countries. Um, um, and I think 2019, I started different programs to help families as well outside of mowing. So um, one of the programs were called Raising Hope, where I'll raise like $1,000 a month and then find families in need um, and present up $1,000 a month. So like one month will be one family who has a kid who has childhood cancer. Another month, it might be another family or another person that need help with bills and stuff like that. And most recently, I started a program where uh, um, people can nominate families in need that needs help with groceries. So I've been on, just started that this year. And um, yeah, so I'm finding different families in need with groceries. People donate, and I take these families on a $500 grocery shopping spree. That's what I'm doing. I'm leaving South Carolina. South Carolina now, I just presented to a, a family out there. Now I'm headed to uh, Pennsylvania, uh, the 11-hour drive. So, yeah, that's probably that's, what's new. Jeez, yeah, that's awesome. Um, how did you come to start this grocery program? You know, what led you to start that? I'm just looking for different ways to help people in need. And, you know, that, that's one of the ideas I came about. You know, a lot of people are struggling right now to put food on the table. So I presented it presented the idea to the people that support the organization, the people that follow me online, and they love the idea, and people start donating towards it. So 
it's been very supportive since announcing it. So I'm able to help a lot of families. So this month alone, it will be eight families. So I've raised about $4,000. So five, 500 to each family, each of the eight families. And, you know, next month, uh, It'll be four because a lady stepped up and said she would like to donate two thousand dollars a month. Wow! To support the organization with the grocery thing, so I'm able to do that now each month with her, her donation. So at least I, I would know. I know now that I would have at least four families a month that we had to help, and then ending additional, um, we can add more families to help that month. So, like since I started it this month, February, I the first time I done it. That's when the lady stepped up and said, oh, I'd like to take care of the bill for for four families a month. And then after announcing that, uh, I had a, a few other people step up and say, oh, here's $500, here's $250. And a few people donated $250 and like two or three donated $500. And, you know, it, it adds up and made it help, help out more families. So just looking for different families that, that need the help and um, hitting the road and helping them. And when they get back, uh, I hope like a most some and then. We have kids that finished the 50 yard challenge that I need to visit. So it's about five or six kids right now that are um, I need to visit. Um, but some places the weather's bad, so I put it on hold. So you know I, I remain busy and I remain remain on the world a lot. So it's funny I heard your GPS going off a second ago. How do yeah. you how do you handle like these long drives? Um, is it something that you're just accustomed to, or is it something that maybe you can never be fully accustomed to? Yeah, so I'm pretty much accustomed to it. Um, back in 2017, I started something called 50 States, 50 Lawns, and that's when I started to travel to all 50 states. And I'm also a core group, the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans, and that was to make people more aware of the organization. Since then, I've done it nine times in total, and then I start customizing lawnmowers for different causes. So, like, one of the 50 state tours I moved for in all 50 states were for breast cancer, so I customized it pink, and I... Went to all 50 states and I look for those who have breast cancer, those who have lost a loved one to breast cancer, or those who have survived it. And I'm going to strip a lawn with them and they sign that lawnmower. Then I will auction it off and at the end of that 50 state tour and um, give the funds to a charity associated with breast cancer. So I've, I've done different tours like that. Um, this year I have a few different tours set up as well. I have an autism tour that's probably going to be my first tour for 2021 and I have a customized lawnmower. That has the puzzle pieces for autism. I also have a weed eater and blower that has the puzzle pieces painted on to them as well. So I just find different ways to use lawn care as, as a way of giving back. And yeah, and I'm all, oh, this, this is what keeps you on the road, moving for different causes and helping people. So you know, stay busy. Absolutely. So how do you how do you sit down and plan for it? You know, um, is there like, do you evaluate your travel plans on like a daily or nightly basis? Or do you kind of take it week by week? I mean, how do you set up logistically um, to handle this kind of rigor? Um, it, it just depends. So let's, let's say if I'm going on a 50 state tour, it takes about 20 to 25 days, it just depends. So let's say I'm going on my, my autism tour, I'll make a post on social media saying I'm I'm looking for those kids who have autism in all 50 states. Here's the cities I'll be going to. Um, if you know anyone that fits the category, please have them sign up. And most of the time, I pick one or two in each state, and I would then map map out where they are in each state and just drive that route. You know, sometimes I start. Most of the times, I go to the West Coast first because those are the biggest states. So I start in Huntsville, Alabama, then hit you know Tennessee, and Mississippi, Arkansas, then make my way around. 
and, and up top and to uh, get to all the 48 states and I fly to Alaska and Hawaii. So it's pretty it's pretty easy. Um, so when I do a 50-state tour, that's how it goes. And when it comes to delivering kids to lawnmowers for the 50-yard challenge, uh, you know, I just map out where they are and just go to them, then come back home. So it's, it's, it's not too hard. I, I can't imagine ever saying it's not too hard to, to travel the whole country in like a, a month span. Um, how do you, so, you know, obviously you've garnered like a really strong social media presence online, but how do you pick, you know, which, uh, which kid you're going to visit or, um, or which spot you're going to go to? So, so if it's for the kid that completes the 50 yard challenges, it's, it's pretty simple. Just pick them because they fit, they finished it. Then, if it's for a, a fifty state tour, and if it's for you know a family or if move for veterans, it's just mainly first come, first come. You know, so like let's say you sign your dad up because he's a veteran in in Chicago, and I'm going to Chicago, so he was the first one that reached out to Chicago. Sometimes it would just be you, or if it's if it's you, and then someone else hits me up and, and I look on the map and saying, and I see that they're kind of close to your dad in Chicago. I'll also do them. So that, that's how I'll pan out most of the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. How long do you get in each state when you do the 50 state tour? Um, do you spend any time at all or are you just kind of flying through? It, it just depends. Sometimes I'm in a state for a whole day. Then there's most of my tours, you know, I, I do the long, then I leave. Um, I know for like for the first two tours, you know, I think one of them, I at least stayed a complete day in the state, but but most of them, after I do the loan, I head to the next day. So I just, that's how I'm able to get it done in 20-something days. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Is there a favorite spot of the country for you or a favorite thing that you've seen along your along your way and your traveling? Um, uh, I really, really enjoy Utah. I think Utah is probably one of the most beautiful states out there. It's just, just something special about that state. I just find it really unique. Yeah, absolutely. I've been to Salt Lake City, and the mountains there are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, I, I was scrolling through your website and just kind of looking for what has changed since we last talked to you in 2018. Um, and I saw that with the 50-yard challenge, you introduced some shirts. Um, can you tell me a little bit about those? Yeah, so we, you know, the regular 50-yard challenge, you know, kids start with a white shirt, then they... Every 10 laws, they got a different color T-shirt. So orange is 10, 20 is green, 30 is blue, 40 is red, 50 is black. And then most recently, I started um, like different extended versions of the of the 50-yard challenge. So let's say a kid finishes the 50-yard challenge, they can take on the 100-yard challenge. They can they can do another challenge where they move 50 lawns for first responders. And, and you got postal workers and you got different different um, groups of people they can move 50 more lawns for. And then also there's another thing where they can earn different T-shirts. Let's say your kid is, has a good grades in school. They take a picture of them and they're, they're racing men or racing women T-shirt. And they take a picture of, the, of their report card and send it in. And we send them a good grades T-shirt. We got a different a few other different T-shirts they can, they can earn. There's a camo T-shirt for they move 15 lawns for veterans so there's different just like different unique ways to keep kids engaged kind of like kind of like the pin system um for like the boy scouts and stuff like that right they earn different pins for different different things but in our case they earn different shirts for different different things as well is that what the whole program is modeled off of like the way the the boy scouts do the badges and the pins um it's it's similar um we, 
got the I got the idea from you know, like the different T-shirts came. The, the idea came from like karate, the black belts, and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. So that that's how I based it based the T-shirt system and yeah. Okay, cool. How long ago did you have that idea, and why did you choose you know twenty twenty one to implement it? It's, it's fairly new. Um, it just 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 a way of keeping kids engaged. And you know, making them want to earn different T-shirts, and you know, they collect them all. They do them all. So just, just to keep kids keep going, and you know, encourage them to complete the fifty yards Yeah, I gotcha, Rodney. You know, because I wasn't the person who interviewed you last time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know the answer to this question, but what have been some of the more impactful moments on your on your travels? Um, you know, in in working with students and and working with. Uh, families. I mean, just seeing the impact that, that the organization having here, back the feedback from the parents about the kids taking part in the fifty yard challenge and how it's changed them for the better. You know, some kids start the fifty yard challenge off shy and and closed off, and you know, as as they take it on, they're opening up, they're becoming who they're supposed to become because they're getting out there, they're meeting people they probably won't normally met and the building bonds and relationships with these people that they're helping and those type of things that you know they can carry on forever yeah absolutely Rodney, i'm gonna bring this up because you know you were vocal about it on on social media so if you'd rather i not talk about Mm -hmm. this let me know but um you know i just wanted to get an update from you on um you know your permanent residency here in the u.s i know that was something that was kind of up in the air uh, over mm-hmm. in the fall, what's the latest on that? Um, it's just it's still going through the process. Um, but it's look it's, it's looking positive. Um, it's, it's probably won't have an answer to probably later in the year. But you know things are looking up. So I remain on positive about everything, and I believe it, it will all work itself out. Can it's, you tell the direction it's going? Can you take me through exactly what had happened, or or you know why this became an issue in the fall? No, it's just a visa I applied for. I guess it wasn't the right one or wrong one. or They, they said it was wrong, but we thought it, it fit me. So that's why we applied for it. And we just had to reapply for a different, different um, visa that would grant me a green card. So that's kind of what happened. And so we're hoping that with this new with the new visa that we applied for, I'll be granted my, my green card. But right now, it's just a very long process. Gotcha. And I know we, we talked a little bit earlier about how you've been able to create this social media presence. You know, when you were so open about this with them uh, online, what was the response like? Uh, the response was very positive. You know, a lot of people you know, wanted to help out. A lot of people reached out and, you know, it was very positive. People from all, all walks of life and, you know, people... Lawyers reached out, and people reached out to different lawyers and news. You know, we reached out and helped to get the story out. So, you know, it was very positive. What did that mean for you to have people reaching out um, to lawyers or trying to connect you with somebody who could help? Oh, it, it meant a lot. You know, it just just shows that you know, if you, if you do good, you know, a lot of good can come in return, and a lot of people wanted to help me with my situation. Thanks for listening to the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network. This was Jimmy Miller, and we'll catch you next time.